This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Uh, now, today I'm very pleased to uh, have some rather cool content um, on the show. Uh, for the first time in what feels like forever, um, Frozen. Uh, frozen content? No, stuffed up those puns. I was close. but We're so uh, close. <laughs> so close. I was just like, I can get another one in. And then I thought of the punchline before I thought of the start of the joke. I mean, you were vibing. It was great. Uh, but Tony Garson is here, uh, director of uh, Hamilton Musical Theatre's upcoming production of Frozen Junior. Kia ora, nice to be here. <laughs> yeah, I, you came in early. We'll just forget that intro happened. Um, <laughs> pretend it's all cool. But, um, hey, Tony, what's cooler than being cool? What? Ice cold. Dang! <laughs> Yo! That's the last one. But, no, I feel like this has been a long time coming because since Frozen Disney Frozen Junior was announced as um, Hamilton Musical Theatre's 2023 uh, Junior show, I've just been seeing a lot of stuff about it. I don't know if I'm the target audience or I'm getting all the sponsored content. But I just, I just feel like it's, it's really good timing. We're just coming up to Christmas. I feel like tickets to Frozen are just going to absolutely make some kids' dreams come true. Honestly, what could be better than tickets to Frozen for Christmas? I don't, like, there's nothing better. Frozen is iconic. It is, it is now a classic. It's only been released in 2013, but it's now a classic. I know, it just makes me feel so, like, old. Yeah, same. How um, it's already, like, got classic status. Yeah, it really has. But honestly, I vibe with all the songs. The, the, the stage show just has the best songs. Some that, if you only have only seen the movie, you might not have heard all the songs, but they're incredible. They're so powerful and so interesting and just, it's just such a good vibe, honestly. Honestly, I, f- I feel like Frozen, it appeals to all ages. And I'm, I'm going to circle back because we can't assume that everyone like us is well-versed in the Frozen sphere. That's valid. Valid? Yeah. Okay, thanks for giving me that. You're um, welcome. <laughs> but no, I feel like if, you know, you're the director of Disney's Frozen Junior, uh, hitting the Rivoli stage in January 2023, um, if you haven't got your tickets, get them right now via my ticket because... Um, they're selling fast. Ironically, there are a few little flame symbols um, on the ticketing side. There are indeed. There are indeed. They should change it to icicles. <laughs> <laughs> they should. But they didn't take that opportunity, and that's honestly disappointing. Look at us having good ideas that we can in no way execute. Um, <laughs> no, but like as the director of the show, I feel like you're a good person to kind of ask, like, tell me what it's all about, like, in a non-spoilery way. Yeah, okay. So Frozen is the story of two sisters who have to grow up very, very quickly. Um, And it's a story about sisterly love. Mm. So it's one of those Disney films where it's not based around a romantic love interest. It's very much based in 
figuring out who you are, loving yourself and being able to share that with your friends and family and growing as a person, growing as a family and overcoming your fears, um, which I think is just a really great message. And I love that it's based around like sisterly love and there's no, there is a bit of a romantic interest between um, Anna and Hans, Hans and uh, Christoph and, and Christoph. There's um, some triangles, but like in a chill way. And it, yeah, it's like not the main point of it. It feels like it is initially, but then you discover it's actually more about Anna and Elsa and how they intertwine and how mm. their fears are different and how they over, have to overcome their own fears to grow uh, as a person. And then they're able to sort of come back together and rekindle that sisterly friendship and um, relationship, which is really nice i really appreciate that from disney and not I, being based around a romantic love yeah i will say because we're both like a thousand years old yeah um like when frozen came out i was well into university i think was it 2014 2013 2014 okay maybe last year of high school first year of uni anyway i was obviously too old for the film yeah um but like i talked to what you're saying about how it's a refreshing kind of change from disney with the main kind of thing in the plot being about sisterly relationships it's yeah. not like oh where's my prince it's not you know? about that at all because you kind of initially think it is just some of the characters are like you have to have your true love's kiss to save yeah, this particular yeah. character and that ends up not being the only thing that matters no um which is a nice twist on it yeah it's 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 refreshing it really is a nice crisp refreshing <laughs> oh gosh oh. You're great with those puns. I appreciate it. Yeah, I feel like I have to make up for my disasterly, disastrous intro. Anyway, stop drawing attention to it. Um, <laughs> so, Disney Frozen Junior, obviously this is the junior, is it like the junior version of the Broadway show? Yeah, that's exactly Which what is it adapted is. from the film. Yes, so um, obviously the film came first mm. um, and it was so successful, it was Disney's number one movie release. Mm. Um, that they turned it into a Broadway production, um, which had some great additional songs. And from their um, MTI and the Broadway Junior series created Frozen Junior, which has been adapted to uh, be consumed by younger audiences. Um, so it's an hour long in total with um, like a 15, 20 minute interval, so an hour 20 all up, which is a really nice... A length for for a junior production. It's a really nice yeah. length to bring your kids along. Also, anyone can appreciate this show. I mean, even I'm appreciating um, an hour and 20 minutes. It's I can get behind that. Yeah, no, it's nice to know that you don't have to commit to three hours. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can see a great show for an hour and 20 minutes. Um, and it doesn't really feel like it's a junior production. It really feels like I'm working with adults because of how they conduct themselves, how they act, um, how seriously they take, they take this. Um, so it is a junior production with a cast of 11 to 18-year-olds. Nice. Um, but seeing them on stage, you'd be like, those kids could be an adult cast easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with so much talent, so much respect, so much commitment, it's it's great. I'm gonna, obviously, like, love that for you, having a cast of talented, respectful, like, dedicated human beings. Uh, love that as an audience member. But also, I'm like, these kids, they're so dang talented so and they don't talented. even have to... I mean, obviously, they do have to try. But I just... I don't know. 
I just think about like young people and like learning lines and learning blocking and stuff. Like you do it once and they've got it for life. They do. Like I would run through something once. The next rehearsal would do a, like a revision mm. and I would be like, oh, I've scheduled 40 minutes for this and you've done it in 15. Yeah, yeah, Great. Yeah. I guess we can polish at this point. Yeah. Um, which is great. And I mean, we had like 106 uh, rangatahi audition. 106? Yeah, we had 106 of them audition. And honestly... They were all so talented. It took us um, just over six hours to cast this show. Okay. Um, because, it, like, the talent that the Waikato has, we were blessed to see it and made it such a difficult job for us to cast. I um, mean, I'm not actually surprised to hear this because um, old HMT, Hamilton Musical Theatre, have a really solid record with, um, like, really great junior shows. Um, it's not because of you, mate. It's because of the youth. It's because of the youth, honestly. <laughs> um, they no, do. it is part. You can take some of that credit. I was kidding because you've oh, you've done quite a few. I have. I've done. I've done a number of junior shows. I would argue that working in youth theatre is my speciality. Okay. Um, I love working. Bit of a flex. But bit of go a flex. On. Bit of a flex. <laughs> but I love working with the the Waikato's Rangatahi. It just makes me so happy to see all this talent, and I get to mm. be part of this journey where they get to work on their craft, improve their musical theatre skill set, sort of figure out theatre etiquette because they're going to be our actors of the future. Yeah. Um, and it's important that they have great experiences and thankfully we have a team that works incredibly hard to make sure they have the absolute best experience possible. And I do want to touch on the team, but I just want to quickly circle back because you said you had 106 uh, rangatahi audition. How many, how big is your cast? Um, so we, I usually have a cast of about 33 to 35. Okay. Um, so for this show, we have 34 on stage. Mm -hmm. And um, for the first time in a junior production, one of mine anyway, we also have some backing vocalists. Awesome. Um, and it just, it, they were all so talented. We were like, oh, let's find a way to get more as youth many and involved. as possible. Yeah. So we have a total cast of. Um, either 39 or 40. Okay. Um, and they're just so good. Like, I I wish they could share the talent around and give some to me. Um, no, you just get to take the credit for it. I really, I do, yes. <laughs> um, but no, we had so many audition and we just tried to find more ways to allow more people to be involved mm. uh, because Frozen is incredibly popular. Yeah. Um, and clearly it was popular for the auditionees, so we yeah. really tried to make sure that we could get as many people involved as possible. I feel like 106 got to be some sort of record, at least for Hamilton Musical Theatre. Yeah, out of all the junior shows that I've worked on, we haven't had that many. I think Beauty and the Beast had our most, and we had 75 yeah. um, audition for that. Okay. Which we were like, whoa, that's, yeah. a, lot of, that's a lot of people. Um, and then when we got our frozen auditionees list coming in and all the application forms, we were like, whoa, this is a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but it's great to see all these all these um, kids. Well, they're not, no, they're not all kids. All these rangatahi wanting to get involved in the theatre um, and put in that effort and time because theatre's not easy. No. Um, and you need to enjoy it and love it in order for it to be fun. Um for it to be worth it, sorry. Words to live by. Words to live by, yes. <laughs> but it needs to be fun. So, On the topic of fun, I feel like, you know, if I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you about Frozen, uh, best way to, to 
to kind of convey the fun of Frozen is by playing some songs from Frozen. Yes. And um, Tony's been a gem today and I was like, yo, got any tracks? (laughs) (laughs) And um, you suggested for the first time in forever and uh, I want to ask why. It's, It's one of those songs where Anna, who sings this, she's been locked away in the castle for so long and there hasn't been anyone allowed to come in and for the first time in forever they're opening the gates and it's this big joyous explosion um from her and from everyone else involved um in this town in this in this uh castle land arendale arendale is the word i was looking for i don't know how i forgot it honestly i don't know how i knew that but continue i'm glad one of us did um and it's just the first time where you get to see Anna being herself um, for the first time in forever. So it's really wonderful and bright and joyous. And I've gone for the, the version from the musical. So Kristen Perfect. Bell and Idina Menzel. Uh, wonderful. Absolute goats of the, <laughs> of the Disney soundtrack world. But, um, yeah, I feel like I can, I can play it with that summary. That's good enough, eh? Sounds good to me. All righty. Window is open, so's that door. I didn't know they did that anymore. Who knew we owned a thousand salad plates? For years I've roamed these empty halls. Why have a ballroom with no balls? Finally, they're opening up the gates. There'll be actual real life people. It'll be totally strange. Well, am I so ready for this change? But I'm somewhere in that zone Cause for the first time in forever I won't be alone I can't wait to meet everyone What if I meet the one? Tonight imagine me gown and all Fetchingly draped against the wall The picture of sophisticated grace I suddenly see him standing Beautiful stranger, tall and fair I wanna stuff some chocolate in my face But then we laugh and talk all evening Which is totally bizarre Everyone will know But it's only for today It's only for 
For the first time in forever, uh, from the original Disney film Frozen, uh, Disney's Frozen Junior is uh, coming to Kitty Kitty Roar in 2023. Hamilton Musical Theatre are putting on uh, Frozen Junior, directed by Tony, uh, who's my guest today. I sure am. She's Adam. still here. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so happy. Um, I'd like, off air, I was just saying there's a bit of deja vu because I feel like this time last year, I had you in to talk about um, Beauty and the Beast Junior. You did indeed. So another Disney Junior show that you were doing for HMT. I I do be loving the Disney Junior shows. <laughs> I am, I am kind of like a like kind of a Disney adult. <laughs> Is that a brag? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> it's like a. I just had to say it. Um, but I do like. I love Disney movies. I love. Disney Broadway shows, there's just something about the magic that it brings to your life. Um, when I first did Aladdin back in 2018 for was, HMT. Was that your first one? That was my first um, Disney Broadway Junior show. Okay. Um, and I had the absolute best time getting to work with all of these talented people and I just wanted to make that something that I regularly do because I love being able to help them learn and grow. And they get to do that when they do shows um, with us. They they improve on their choreography skills and then in their um, singing skills. They just improve all round. You can see it by the end of the show. Um, so I've kind of just continued going forth with that. I mean, I I feel like you know I I've got to commend you because I I feel like it is a certain type of person to sign on to this thing. Even though you know reoccurring theme every time I have you on that's the ticket to talk about a junior show is <laughs> that it, all the um, Rangatahi you work with are always incredible and really great to work with. Truly, but are. I, I I feel like it it takes a a certain type of person to give so much of themselves and their knowledge and stuff. So you know. Well done. No, <laughs> no. I just, I just think it's really great that um, there's people like you out there who are willing to give back in such a way, and and not even just you. Like, I want to take a minute to shout out to your uh, creative team and the rest of your team. My um, team are incredible. And a special mention to uh, Karen, your producers, uh, unsung heroes of any show. Karen, we wouldn't be able to do anything without Karen. We'd be a mess without Karen. Honestly, when I heard you sitting here being like 106 auditionees, the first thing I thought about was it was probably Karen's job to like schedule all the auditions. It was. It, it really was. And she did such a great job. This is the second show I've worked um, on with her. She produced Beauty and the Beast Junior when mm. I did that. It was the first time I worked with her. Um, and she's honestly an absolute gem. And... Like I said, we'd all be lost without Karen. She keeps us 
she keeps us on schedule. She makes sure that everything is clear and the schedule goes out to, to all the cast and to the crew. Um, obviously organising all the rest of the crew involved. Like, on a, without her, we'd just be walking around being like, what, what do we do? You'd be frozen. Um, <laughs> not my best one. Uh, and, you know, your creative team, um, who else have you got on the book? Um, so my choreographer is Tess Benzeman and she's, uh, she's cr- incredible. She's produced some wonderful choreography. Um, yeah, and I was going to say, it's not her first junior show ra- radio, no, is it? Her first junior show was Aladdin with me. Okay, so um, she's been... <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, wor- she's worked with me a lot. We've developed a really great working relationship. And we mm. kind of... We don't even need to really talk to each other. We just sort of know what to do. Our ideas always end up being the same. And we're okay. like, oh, it's like, we're, it's like we've got telepathy. That's very convenient, It I really imagine. is. Um, it's great. So it's always a joy working with Tess, and I'm very privileged to be able to work with her so much, um, which brings me a lot of joy. Um, and we also have our musical director, Jonty Clemo. Last time I was on the show, I said his last name wrong, so I hope I said it right this time, Jonty. Uh, apologies. Clemo or Clemo? <sighs> Honestly, now that you're questioning it, we're going to move on. Okay, um, John T. Call. No, don't. John T. <laughs> hit me up. Um, and he's really got an our cast sounding amazing. Um, I mean, obviously it helps that our cast are already incredibly talented vocalists. Mm. Um, and he's just bringing it all together and they sound so good. Um, so very lucky to be working with John T. again. My first time working with John T. was Beauty and the Beast. Okay, nice. Um, so really nice to be able to work with him again. It's, it's been great and the kids sound so, so good. Um, and I'm just so fortunate to have an amazing team around me of Tess, Jonty, and Karen. Yeah, um, I feel very, very lucky that I have to that I get to work with these amazing humans. And I, I got to ask because it's probably you know there's probably a lot of pressure um, with kind of the show being based on a pre-existing film and musical. But who have you got on wardrobe? Wardrobe, we've got Helena Jennings. Oh, the classic. Classic. Um, she also worked with me for the first time on Aladdin. Oh, nice. Um, bringing her back, bringing Mama H back. Um, there's a lot of, like, mamas in the theatre world. There's Mama H, Mama Mooney. There's so many. There's so many. They I mean, just... there's a reason that they've got that title, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, because they all just look after us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... I just can't wait to see all the things that Helena pulls together. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, I'm like, you've got, you know, you've got Olaf, you've got Sven. Is Sven, is there someone being Sven? Yes, um, we do have someone being Sven. Emily uh, Langley, which is Karen's daughter, coincidentally. Oh, cute. Um, Which she's doing a great job. Um, So this, you know, Sven is a reindeer. Yeah, so so I'm like, how does that work? There's a lot of, there were a lot of questions around Sven's costume. Um, Yeah, yeah. Whether we make it a puppet or yeah. whether we sort of dress her up as a reindeer. There have been a lot of conversations and we have come up with the best solution, um, which you'll have to come to the show to see. Okay. Um, that's that's a good way to segue uh, that the show, because I don't know if I mentioned it in that first uh, voice break, but the show is running at Rivley Theatre 17th to 21st of January. Uh, there's a mixture of daytime and evening performances and tickets are available right now via iTicket. Just and chuck it in there. Closing night is almost sold out. Really? It, well, it almost sold out the day it went on sale. I mean, I that is surprising, but also not surprising because it's frozen, right? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I also didn't get my tickets to closing night. Okay. So I'm going to be there. 
I just won't be sitting. Okay. Um, That's on you, bro. That is that was my fault entirely. But I'm also so glad that so many people want to come and yeah, support. Give it this to cast. someone who hasn't seen it heaps, Tony. Yeah, and I think that's fair <laughs> considering I've seen it so much so far. And um like I guess how do I phrase this question? Like because Frozen is so like iconic, do is there a level of pressure to like air quotes get it right? Yeah, there's a lot of, I would say, audience expectation on Mm. what they think they're going to come to see. Um, So we're trying to stay, like, very true to the movie and and the Broadway production, Um, not steering too far away from it just because it is iconic and there's a reason why people love it. Mm. Um, And also there's the cast expectations as well. And we want them to make, we want them to feel happy with our choices. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Which, thankfully, so far, they, they seem to be okay with I mean, it. You can always just pull the director card. Just be like, look, mate. <laughs> <laughs> director license, creative yeah. license. Um, Going to change a bunch of stuff. No. Um, no. Uh, MTI, no. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I promise. I promise. Um, so there is, there is a lot of expectation on us as a creative team, um, but we're making sure that we're doing everything possible to give the cast the show they deserve um, and to give the audience the show that they want to see. Mm. Um, so that's what we're working very hard towards. Everyone in the crew is working very, very hard towards it and obviously in our cast as well. So, like, I, I just... I remember this time last year when I had you on for uh, Beauty and the Beast Junior, you talked about how you watched um, the live-action film adaptation of Beauty and the Beast, like, hundreds of times in preparation. Is is that happening with Frozen? Yeah, yeah. So with Beauty and the Beast, I watched it literally every day, um, sometimes twice a day, just because I could. Um, That's too much. It is It is a bit much, but I'm doing the same thing with Frozen. I want to make sure that I get everything right. I want to make sure I get the characterizations right, mm. that I'm giving the cast the correct um, direction and the correct character ideas um, yeah. because I'm quite collaborative as a director and I like the cast to be able to put a little bit of themselves into their characters. Yeah. As long as they know what I want, I let them play with it a little bit. As a, a little bit of you, little bit of me. That's it, a reference to the show, by the way, guys. It was great. I actually really appreciated that one like so much. Yeah, that was a bit of a deep cut for the Disney adults uh, <laughs> listening. Or the Disney adults. Um, but... I forgot the question. Oh, it's all right. Um, <laughs> no, I was saying like how, you know, are you watching Frozen Heaps? Oh, every day. I'm, I'm watching it every day to get new ideas, to get inspiration mm. for anything that I might be stuck with. I'm like, I'll go watch the movie. Or if there's something I'm stuck with, with an Elsa characterization, I'll watch Frozen 2, where they delve into char- um, Elsa's character a bit more. See, I haven't actually seen Frozen 2. Kristen Bell's acting at one point made me weep. Is it okay? So it's, it's it's as good as the first one. It's really good, but in a different way. The okay. first one's very bright and upbeat and bubbly. Yeah. And the second one is a little bit more somber and a bit more serious. That sounds a bit more up my street it's, as an adult. It's very good. <laughs> okay. Um, I've only I had only watched that one once before I started the show because it made me cry the first time and I didn't want to cry again. <laughs> um, and then now that I've watched the second one quite a bit, just to get different character ideas for Anna and Elsa. Yeah. Um, I cry less. But sometimes I still have a little a little tear, a single a single tear. Okay. Um, but it's very good. Highly recommend. All right. I mean, it's good. I think I was just worried because I'm like frozen. Like it's real solid, and I don't want to like diminish it. You won't if, if two isn't like it, as good. It's as good in a different in way. In a different way. Yeah, I can like, vibe with that. Yeah. If you want to feel happy and upbeat the whole time, frozen. <laughs> 
if you want to have a bit more of like a delve into relationships and emotions and dealing with mm. emotions, Frozen 2 is where it's at. Okay. It's it's like mm. the films grow with their audience. Yeah, they you know? really do. Because by the time Frozen 2 comes out, the kids are obsessed with Frozen 1. They're a little bit older and so, are, you know, a bit more ready for that next step. Yeah, it just hits differently. Okay. But still excellent. The songs are great. Um, but, you know... None of none of the Frozen Two songs are in this production. Well, no, I yeah, I uh, hope not. <laughs> no, but in terms of like looking at developing character ideas and yeah. the inspiration for characters, I sort of go between both movies depending on what I'm trying to get the cast to evoke. Is it um, like is the script for this? I mean, because I've listened to the full length Broadway soundtrack, and it seems like they've t- taken a lot from the original film like dialogue wise yeah is it the same with this yeah so they have a lot from the film um dialogue wise and obviously from the broadway production mm. but as it is made for you know it is cut down to an hour yeah so there is a bit that is cut out and a couple of songs from the broadway production that haven't made it into this version um but it's still it's still like quite a, it's an excellent story with yeah. some of the junior shows you kind of find that they cut the narrative a bit um, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. kind of are like like, serious, serious, oh, happy ending, we're here. Yeah. But this one, they don't cut it too much like that. There's still that narrative and that story going through. Um, so we're very thankful for that. Well, I, I feel like your audience is going to be very thankful for that because, uh, like, I feel like it's going to be peak kids in the audience and some Disney adults, like, singing along and talking along, like, knowing mm. how the show's going to go as it happens word for word because, I, like, I feel like that's peak kid thing to do it is, really is know something back to front and upside down absolutely and you know in previous junior shows we've had kids sing along <laughs> during during the performances or say some of the dialogue that's coming up and it's honestly great to be able to see them be able to interact like that yeah um you know and our cast are always so good that they just kind of carry on yeah yeah because um, you've probably got to you know uh, it's a youth production, yet these kids are dealing with potentially the hardest audience to deal with out there. Um, yeah, kids. they are. Yeah, <laughs> they are. they are not forgiving. They do their own thing. And, like, as you say, you have to adapt. You've got to pause. You've got to wait. You've got to repeat. There's all these kind of um, random things that get thrown in you when you have a young audience, I think. Yeah, in Beauty and the Beast, we constantly had kids going, look, wolves, um, <laughs> during this big wolf fight. We're like, hey, it's the beast. Um, just a bit of commentary going on there. Just every time he came on? Every time. We okay. one show every time this kid was talking about the beast and where Belle was, where Belle was on the stage. Um, okay. And it's great that, you know, they're able to interact that way and it's great that our cast are able to continue their job, um, which they do so, so well. I mean, I can't wait to see. I'm, Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you're, you're seeing it on the daily, not the daily, on the rehearsal dailies. All right, I'm going to play another song. Um, <laughs> no, I've got to um, do a very important segment on the show. You'll be familiar with this. It's Rick's Pick Time. Yay! <laughs> so uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the segment, uh, I have an Uncle Rick, and when he found out that I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he was like, okay, I'm going to give you a list, and uh, every week you can play Rick's Pick. And uh, every week I have... And I try to go on theme. This one is um, very loosely on theme because okay. he, he didn't have any uh, songs from Frozen on oh. the list. <laughs> but uh, it's a song called Summertime Blues. I just... It, it fits. 
it fits. It fits. Okay. It fits. Tony approves Uncle Rick, so you're all good. Um, <laughs> it's by Eddie Cochran. Uh, it's a bit of a bop. Uh, so this one's for you, Uncle Rick, and then um, I'm going to get some more tea from Tony. Keeping it short and sweet with uh, this week's Rick's pick, uh, Summertime Blues by Eddie uh, Cochran. Uh, it's on theme with Frozen. We're talking about Disney's Frozen Junior, Summertime Blues. There is a song in Frozen called um, It's Summer. Yeah, Olaf's one, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, it fits the vibes entirely. Um, yeah, okay. That's good enough for me. Yep. But, um, <laughs> you know, time's getting away uh, on us, and so I've got a few more sneaky uh, Frozen questions before I, you know, get into some unrelated questions, because you know that's how I roll on that's the ticket. But, um... Like, I was talking before, or we were talking before about, you know, audience and cast expectation. And, you know, I mentioned war- wardrobe. There's some iconic looks that you've got to kind of muster. And, like, obviously you don't have to go into detail on this next question because I don't want you to spoil the surprise. But, um, like, technically, this is going to be a bit of a show, isn't it? It is. There's a, there's a lot that we need to produce for this, we need to produce like a blizzard. Um, in peak New Zealand summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's obviously a little bit of magic thrown in there um, that we have to produce. So there are a lot of things that we have to creatively think on about how we're going to show this on stage. And uh, we've got some really great ideas. But again, if you want to see them, you've got to come to the show in January. <laughs> okay, that's if, if that's not compelling enough, I just, my main thing is, like, Let It Go, obviously, mm-hmm. the most iconic um, song in the show. Uh, there's That's, like, peak Elsa magic moment time. It really it? is. And, 
Yeah. There's a lot to hit in one song, and I feel like there's a lot going on. There is so much happening <laughs> um, in that song. Uh, but thankfully, with the help of, of Tess um, and the help of uh, our chief mech, David Taylor, um, and some help from a couple other people working in our set and our technical areas, I think, I think we've got some pretty special things happening okay. um, that I'm looking forward to see uh, be produced. So I'm very excited. I mean, I'm excited uh, in the sense that you'll either pull it off or it'll be... No. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of two ways it could go. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it'll be memorable. No, I'm sure <laughs> with, you know, with um, the team you've got on board, I have no doubt. I'm pretty confident in my team's abilities. Yeah. Um, or we've just jinxed um, it. It's not even wood I just no, touched. No, um, it's all right. We'll find, we'll find some of the next song, right, right? <laughs> uh, And uh, so... It's nice to hear that you've got um, Dave Taylor on board, though. Yeah, no, it's great. I had him on That's the Ticket back in the day when he was president of Hamilton Musical Theatre. It was wonderful. Yeah, no, he's a great dude. And now he is my chief mech for this show. And I honestly, I'm so happy. Very multi-talented human being, it seems. He really is. Does sound, can do a bit of lighting. Like, you can just do a lot of things. And I'm just like, hey, hey, David, do you want to help me with this? And he's like... Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll make it snow. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, obviously, it's we've been kind of talking how this is a junior show. It's called Disney Frozen Junior. I assume in regards to recommended audience age, like, it can go like we. It have, can go as low or as high. <laughs> as low or as high as you like. Um, you know, this would be a show that would probably captivate your three or four year olds all mm. the way up to your grandparents. Okay. Um, it's a, it's got a, it has a huge range of people that it can interest in really, it, I can't think of the word, but it's, it's great for all audiences. Yeah, yeah. Um, like don't let the junior title fool you. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because it's a junior title doesn't make it any different to any other show that you would see. Um, we, the cast are incredible, just as incredible as any adult show that you would see. Um, and, yeah, that's all I can say is, like, don't let the junior title scare you off. Because no, well, I mean, it's like when you watch a Disney film, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's aimed at kids, but there's stuff in there that, like, mum and dad and stuff get out of it. Like, Absolutely, yeah. and it's the same vibe with the show. Mm. Um, you know, everyone's going to have something in there that, they, that they're going to enjoy. Yeah. Like, little touches of different sort of magic for all ages. Love that. Yeah. So, come along and see it. Just just do that. <laughs> just do it. Um as mentioned, tickets are available now via iTicket. And um, just on ticket pricing, I did a little stalk. Not mad at it. Not no. mad at your pricing. Uh, $25 um, for adult tickets for evening shows and then $20 for adults for matinees. And then uh, child tickets are $15 across the board. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I'm all good with it. Like, um, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. I appeared to be a child sometimes, so I reckon I could not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> could sneak through. No, yeah, guys, just pay full price. Uh, the best thing you can do for your mates in the creative sphere is uh, buy tickets to their shows and support um, Absolutely. their art. It's support local artists, support yeah. local theatre. And book in advance. Yeah, book in advance because you don't want to miss out. Yeah. And You're not going to get door sales for this one. Yeah, and just do it for Karen and for all the other producers out there. Do it for Karen. <laughs> She's done so much for us. <laughs> oh, what a gem. And um, now I just, you know, I mentioned that I was going to get out of the frozen sphere and ask you a few other sneaky questions, mm -hmm. as I do. Um, upcoming slash future projects. Is there anything on the books that you can talk about? 
Um, I do have a couple of upcoming upcoming projects next year sort of spread around the Waikato. Okay. Um, nothing that I can really speak to right <sighs> now. I know, I've got to keep it secretive about it's it. It's just me. It's fine. It's, there's no one else here. <laughs> um, okay. But they're going to be some really cool projects as well, and you'll definitely hear about them um, once, you know, I'm able to tell people. Okay. Um, but they're going to be very, very cool, and when they are available, um, you should all support some more local theatre that will be coming your way in 2023. Okay, that you know, I got nothing out of that, but you delivered it really well, so I appreciate it. Did it with confidence. Yeah, thank you. And a smile. <laughs> um, but because Tony hasn't uh, given us any gossip, I'm going to talk about some upcoming events now. <laughs> no, it's all good, I'm only kidding. Um, I am not kidding about talking about upcoming events, though. Uh, in no particular order, uh, Frozen Junior is running next year uh, from the 17th to the 21st of January at Riverley Theatre with a mixture of daytime and evening performances. As we keep saying, tickets are available now via iTicket and they are selling fast, so just, just go. If you want to go, just go. So fast. Like, just book just your tickets. run to your computer right now. Yeah, if you're not driving. Um, do not try and buy them if you're driving. Don't too. do that. Do not recommend. <laughs> um, also at Riverley, uh, Hamilton Musical Theatre have auditions for Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein uh, running the 16th uh, to 18th of December, so this weekend. Audition uh, bookings can be made via the Hamilton Musical Theatre website. I will chuck um, the link up with the podcast of this episode um, on the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page, so... Keep an eye out for that. Give it a cheeky like. Give the HMT uh, Hamilton Musical Theatre page a cheeky like too because they've got all the all the deets as well. Um, elsewhere, uh, Greece is uh, back up and running at Clarence Street Theatre uh, tonight, right now, in fact, um, until the 18th of December with a mixture of 7.30pm and 2pm shows. Tickets are available now via Ticketek. Um, I feel like that one's selling quite fast too because they've had to shift stuff around a bit. So um, if you haven't got tickets, uh, you probably want to get on it. And then uh, also tonight, uh, the Lion Sisters uh, in concert is running at Southall School Performing Arts Centre um, at from 7.30. Uh, I had the pleasure of having uh, Ruby and Gwen on That's the Ticket last week, so I just wanted to give it a cheeky little, like, break a leg, team. Break a leg! Oh, yeah. I, I like that you got in, in it. I'm going to throw it in too. It's because Tony's also of the theatre. Um, <laughs> of the theatre. Yeah. I love how you gave that, like, Miss Darbus from High School Musical energy. I'm glad that you got the vibe because that's exactly the inspiration I was going with. <laughs> okay. We're on the same page. Um, <laughs> and then last but not least, uh, Trees at the Meteor is back and running at the Meteor Theatre until the 17th of December. Uh, doors are open from 6pm on weeknights, so you could pop in tonight, guys. Um, and 3pm on weekends. Uh Get amongst it if you're keen to, um, I don't know, explore a festive forest. Celebrate all that Christmas has to offer. Yeah, and it's, it's quite cool because it's like um, what Christmas means to Kiri Kiri Roa because all these people kind of bring these trees and make these trees about how they view Christmas and what it means to them and it's, it's quite cool. It's, I love that. Yeah, Compassion Not Consumption Team is the um, theme behind it and it's all for a great cause as well because they donate, donate the proceeds to charity. But um, that aside, uh, thanks for joining me today, Tony. I'm lovely to be here anytime. I know. I feel like we should do it more instead of like once a year. I support this um, and I will be back next week. Oh, okay. Well, is, when I find out what your, um, you know, 2023 uh, projects are, then maybe we can sort something out. <laughs> All right. I'll wait till then. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> when Tony decides to announce to the world uh, what she's working on, um, uh, you know, 
I'll be here with the tea. And I'll be back <laughs> spilling the tea. That was quite ominous, bro. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I want to play you out with a couple of tracks. Uh, one is one you brought to the show and one is one that I thought would be good. And uh, we'll start with your one, which is Made You Look by Megan Trainer. Absolute bop. Is that why? Just because it's a bop? It's been in my head for the past, like, three weeks. Is um, this going to help? Probably not. No, it will continue. I think that'll be all the way through Christmas. That'll, that'll be my brain. But um, I'm, I'm not mad at it. Have you made a TikTok? I haven't, but I've watched all the TikToks. Yeah. Um, uh, which is why it's just the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, because I'm like, this song, I only associate it with TikTok now because I just see all the TikToks. I've watched them all too. Uh, they're, they're good for a reason. Yeah. It's catchy. It is a very catchy song. And um, then the song I've picked uh, to close the show uh, is Monster from uh, the Frozen Broadway musical. Such a good choice. I just love it. It's so good. I'm so happy you picked that one. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, if you're in the know on the Broadway musical, a lot of people have this up there. And if you aren't in the know, go be in the know because you'll be a better person for it. You'll just have it in your head and you'll just be happy going forward. That that was beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sweet. Um, well... I'll be back uh, next week, guys. And, um, yeah, see you later. Kakite. Yeah, mate wa fano. my Gucci on. I go in my Louis Vuitton. But even with nothing on, that I made you look. I made you look. I'll make you double take soon as I walk away. Call up your chiropractor just and get your neck break. Tell me what you, what you, what you gon' do Ooh. Cause I'm about to make a scene Double up that sunscreen I'm about to turn the heat up Gonna make your glasses steam Ooh. Tell me what you, what you, what you gon' do Ooh. When I do my walk, walk I can guarantee you drop, or drop, drop Cause that heat don't make a lot of what I got Ladies, if you feel me, this your pop, pop This ain't that ordinary, this that 14 carat cake
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.